Hey guys, this is Mookie from Even More About Nothing, and we just want to share a quick word from our sponsors. Jouet.co is an awesome website that sells fashionable, comfortable gaming clothing for nerds, geeks, and everyone into that kind of stuff. If you want to check out their awesome clothes from brands like FIFA, Final Fantasy, Dragon Ball Z, and Pokemon Go, check out the website Jouet.co. That's J-O-U-E dot C-O. What's up, guys? We're back in a new year and a new us, sort of. New but, year, new me, kind of, sort of, maybe. I don't know. I'll text you later. You know. <laughs> but I'm your host for this show, Rafiki. And I'm the real host of the show. I'm kidding. I'm, I'm, I've downgraded myself by not showing up <laughs> to co-host. You sound like you made a choice about that. I mean... See, what had happened was, is this thing called an education? <laughs> I tried, and it got in the way. So, I'm Mookie, by the way. So, by default, since he downgraded himself, that means I now step up into the proprietor, proprietary role of co-host. What? Why the heck? I'm not a, I was going to say co-host with the <laughs> uncle that shows up at the barbecue, takes all the chicken, and sits in the corner talking about sports the whole time. I was going to introduce the co-host, but since I've just been downgraded to an occasional Hey, you said guest, not me. I was going to say, instead of being host, I've downgraded the co-host, but we're just going to try host this thing. We're just going to try host this thing because, this, no, I will not. If you're going to be a co-host, yeah, try host. Three people hosting a show. Well, you can co-host with several people. Listen, it's going to be a try host because we're different and we ain't got, we don't have a budget, so the man can't tell us what to do. So, you're going to do whatever we want. That's fair. Uh, all right. That That's is cool. That is fair. Like we said... It's Matthew, your favorite uncle that shows up uninvited. Uh, fortunately, Timmy Tongue is not here today, so I'll take his thing. Follow me on Instagram, Snapchat, and Twitter <laughs> at Matt underscore Ogutu. That's spelled O G U T U. We need to like hit up Timmy Tonga and see how many people have followed him because of this podcast. Because right. if they have, we need a commission check. <laughs> I'm gonna, we need to talk, Timmy. Uh, but no. 2016 was an awesome year for us. We hit our one-year milestone. Did a lot of growing. We tried a lot of things that worked. We tried a lot of things that didn't work. We made a lot of promises that we kept two of. <laughs> we attempted to keep some of those promises, and they just didn't work out. And um, that's great because um, we learned We learned our limitations. Um, we learned what you guys wanted and what you guys didn't want. Um, and we're just going to continue to improve on the podcast um, if you don't know, 2017 is the year where we'll be improving sound quality, video quality, these things we're in the talks of doing. Um, we've been talking about YouTube for like since the day we started. Um, and we think we got we, like 12 videos up. Most of them are the podcast. There's something. Yeah. It's <laughs> not, so, but like we've, we've made, we've made headway in that department. We've, we've acquired equipment. We've acquired talent. Um, Mostly just me and Matt kind of messing around on, on Photoshop and Adobe Premiere, figuring out what the buttons do. Yep. Um, but yeah, we've we've made headway in that department. We're actually um, partnering up with some awesome people to get that content off the ground. Um, but yeah, video content coming in 2017. We've been sitting down thinking about some some quick shorts, some gameplay segments. Do you want to talk about the? No, I, I'm glad you mentioned like. Uh 
you, we've, there has been a lot of progress made in 2016, and we're going to go a bit off script here. We're each going to take 60 seconds and name things we enjoyed about 2016. Mm-hmm. Well. <laughs> and and So we'll each get 60 seconds, and we'll just name, like, a bunch of things we enjoyed throughout 2016. And hmm. then... Hmm... This was a terrible idea. Because now that I'm, I'm I'm so unprepared, I'm just going to yell out whatever comes to my mind. And that's not always a good All right. thing. All right, Mookie, you're going to start. Oh, my goodness. Uh, all right. All right, let's the do this. The clock starts now. 21, 21, 21. Pew. pew, pew. <laughs> uh, no, 21 Savage is ridiculous, but his music is fun to last. Uh, listen to... Um, sticking on the music section, Migos, Bad and Bougie. We all just want to take a yeah. second and thank, thank 2016 Raindrop. for giving drop top. <laughs> <laughs> thank, thank 2016 for for ending the year with raindrop drop top. Um, speaking of Migos, um, Atlanta just did some dope music. There's some a lot of dope people making music out of Atlanta. We got. Um, we got Gucci Mane back, and he dropped three albums, so I'm ecstatic about that. Unfortunately, we had issues with Kanye, but Kanye still dropped Life of Pablo. Excited about that. Yeezy Season 3 was amazing. Atlanta, the TV show from Donald Glover, oh, so good. Um, things that came out, video games that came out. Video games was kind of light this year, but Uncharted, fire. Division made some good improvements. I didn't play Destiny at all this year. Overwatch has been amazing to play. Five seconds. Um, good food. I had a lot of good food in 2016. All right. Ba, 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 ba. <laughs> Both from right. Superstore. All right. Got it. You ready? Um, the yeah. Clock starts now. Um, I am thankful. One thing I enjoyed was my trip to San Diego. Actually, to Southern Cal. That was just fantastic. Playing soccer, seeing some friends out there. That was dope. Um... Family, some family, not all family. We all know where that's going, so I'll just leave it there. Um, girlfriend, be honest, and then ended on a great note because that could that could end very badly on some other stuff. Um, yeah, look, I have no idea. <laughs> Why did you have to do this? <sighs> What else happened this year? Oh, Kingdom Hearts tickets, so you know I'm eagerly waiting for that concert. So I'm glad I have those. Um, going, no, that channel was 2015. Dang. Shoot. How many seconds got left? Five. Ah, right, you know what? I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Time is. 60 All seconds right. seems so long when you have to answer a question in class. <laughs> Right. right. Yeah, sixty seconds to tell us something about yourself in class. Be the longest sixty seconds ever. I like bread. <laughs> I like bread. <laughs> All right. So that, that I'll go ahead some other stuff. and do that. So clock starts now. All right. So lots of great things happen in twenty sixteen. Uh, Mookie, I am I am literally blows my mind. You didn't mention this, guys. We had Chance 3, Coloring Book. Yeah, that came out in 2016. So good. And then Life of Pablo, really good. Amazing. Um, There was also great movies that came out. We got Rogue One, which was fantastic. Doctor Strange, also really good. Uh, I'll throw in a surprise in there. 
I kind of really enjoyed the Snowden movie about Edward Snowden, if you guys ever watched it. I never that saw one. that, but I heard really good things. Yeah, yeah. It was really good. Um, what else came out? Uh, I always enjoy when FIFA comes out. That was a great game. Yeah. Um, I enjoyed playing Kingdom Hearts Unchained Key. That was awesome, awesome as well. Um on the sports side, excited for what the Chiefs are doing. Uh, a little disappointed with like sporting KC, Royals, and FC Barcelona, but yeah, overall, pretty good. You got more stuff in both of us combined. Oh, that's a lot. Yeah, probably. Yeah, you, you had time to think. No, I just I was just like, oh, let's do this. Yeah. <laughs> no, but you had time to think because I was out here talking about Twenty One Savage. Twenty One, Twenty One, Twenty One for Twenty One seconds. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Jesus. All right, so now to get back on track and into our program section of the show, um, which is not really actually programmed because we came up with it three minutes before the mic came on. Um, this is episode is going to be essentially, we just, oh, thank you for doing that, math because that kind of wrapped that up. And now we're going to, for last year, we're going to look forward to the future. We're going to have three segments. Um, basically, um, overviewing the things we're excited for in 2017, mainly tech, which will probably be me just nerding out over the stuff that I saw at CES and some of the news I've been hearing dripping out throughout the internet. I may contribute. You may contribute a little Minimally. Bit. Same thing with graffiti. Graffiti? Graffiti? I just call them graffiti. Boy, welcome that our new host, Graffiti. <laughs> graffiti. <laughs> is, that a new, is that a new Pokemon? <laughs> graffiti is now into the battle arena. Graffiti. Graffiti. Boy, it's a decked out giraffe. Oh, my goodness. I'm done. Yeah, um, Rafiki and I talk about it a little bit. We're also going to talk a little bit, a little bit, a little bit about the movies. And um, we're going to talk about video games. Particularly, a lot of this game section is going to be surrounding the Nintendo Switch. Because that just happened a couple days ago. We got the pre-order in, so even more about nothing is going to be having some Nintendo streams when it drops. Is it going to happen on March 3rd? Maybe, maybe not. I might take a week off. <laughs> I might not. <laughs> we'll see what happens with Spring Break. But, um, yeah, we'll uh, um, talk a lot about the Switch. So, um, without further ado, this is our overview and, like, outlook on 2017. <sighs> So, CES happened right at the start of the year. CES, if you don't know, is a consumer electronics show. And the first day is kind of like just press conferences um, where media, YouTubers, bloggers, uh, people like I, Justine, um, Jonathan Morrison, MKBHD, those guys get to go first. They get to listen in. So you have the old heads like Bloomberg and Wall Street Journal. They go in, they get to get a press conference, see the tech early, so they get to write their reviews. And then the general crowd gets to go in and actually sit in the cars, test out the TVs, all the other things. A lot of awesome stuff happened to CES. Um, one of the things a lot of people talked about is basically smart homes, how our homes are going to basically become wireless features. Everything from the doorbell is going to be interfaced with your washer, with your blinds, with your light bulbs, everything. Um, really cool concept about that um, is kind of like these home assistants are being built. So Siri, Alexa, Google, um, and then a bunch of other small companies are making ones that are designed specifically for the home. But um, the, the, the long-term projection is basically these home, these assistants like Siri, Alexa, and the Google one will all become all-encompassing. So not only will they help you manage your phone, they'll manage your house. They'll manage your lights. You're basically, essentially, make life easier for you um, and manageable. Cool in concept. The scary thing is like, what happens when you lose your phone? People lose their phones all the time. They lose their 
their the phones break, the phones get stolen. What happens when your phone gets stolen? You know, can somebody just because they have your phone and the signature to the house is tied to your phone, can somebody just walk in your house? Now they've got things like smart scanning, voice recognition, all that cool stuff. It's still technically early adopter technology. There are houses in San Francisco, LA, San Diego that have these stuff already, but it's really cool um, that the, the the technology will continue to develop. There's one company that's, um, they're a Chinese company, and they're basically building the houses from the bottom up with total connectivity in mind. So you essentially, you contract this company to build a house, and they work with the contractors who are building the house, and they basically network in the technology from the very start. So it's not like you have to bring someone else in, or let's say you buy a new washer, they come in and they network it. No, they network everything from the ground up. So that's really cool stuff. Things that probably interest you guys more um, are TVs. Uh, there's a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of awesome stuff out there about TVs. NVIDIA basically introduced a lot of awesome new technology. Um, so their chips are going to be used in TVs. And um, the two big ones that are being talked about is um, LG, um, OLED, Organic LED Display. Um, which is basically the brightest blacks, uh, brightest brights, blackest blacks. Um, I think they had the most impressive TV there, particularly because it was a $10,000 TV. Um, it's like 70 inches. I think it's less than an inch of them. I think it's one millimeter thin all the way around. There's no edges, no bezels, no nothing. So it's an amazing TV. But as we said at the start of the show, we don't have a budget. So $10,000 is way out of the asking price. But then everyone's like, okay, Samsung has kind of been killing the game recently with their TVs. And if you don't know, Samsung, I don't know how you missed this, but Samsung basically had this huge debacle with the Galaxy S Edge 7, whatever it was called. The phone was blowing up. That phone literally blowing up and then having to do a recall affected their stock in such a minimal way that they didn't even address it. As they addressed it at CES, but they literally spent 30 seconds saying, hey, we know our phones like caused some issues. We are working with the people who were injured to get them paid, and we were working with the company to make sure it never happens again. And then they just never talked about it again. But instead of them following in line and adopting OLED technology, they've created what they call as their own version, which is QLED which is quantum dot LED. I forgot what LED just meant, and I literally just said it. <laughs> so QLED, OLED, organic light display. Yeah, quantum dot light display, light up display, whatever the heck it's called. But quantum dot technology is a new, t is a new technology similar to OLED, but essentially you take all your megapixels and you squeeze it into one dot. And that one dot contains, I think, the entire color spectrum, and then you magnify that times a billion. Um, so it's supposedly going to be their answer to OLED. They announced a whole range of TVs, everything from affordable TVs, so everything from like a thousand, from five hundred to a thousand, all the way up to their five thousand dollar TVs, which is their big curved 4K QLED displays. Um, so for gamers and techs and movie enthusiasts, what does that mean? Um, there's a lot of technology out there for TVs. Um, there's a lot of bleeding edge technology. But because there's so many good television brands out there, there's a lot of Chinese companies that are coming up and doing things like um, 
integrating Roku, integrating Netflix, integrating HBO. So once you buy your TV, it just comes with a subscription. Um, they're talking about doing things where your, your your computer wirelessly interfaces with your TV, so you can be in one you can be in your TV in, in your one room, start up your computer, walk over to your computer, and start working. Um, they're integrating visual like um, voice recognition, visual recognition, um, mood recognition. So if you're sleepy, it'll ask you if you want to turn the TV on. If you if if it senses that your heart rate is up, it'll ask you what's wrong. So it's gonna say, hey, are you been have you been working out? Whatever, whatever. So it could like do it could put on programs to calm you down. So if you want to work out, you can say play workout music. It'll track your heart rate and it'll play songs that match your heartbeat to like get you pumped up or get you calmed down. So there's a lot of awesome technology out there. But because there's so many TV companies out there doing so many awesome things, the prices are going to come down quickly. So we're going to be able to get some of this technology by mid to end of 2017, which is cool. Um, last thing I want to talk about is technology, and then we're going to move on to our movie or video games. Which ones do you want to do next? We'll go with the flow. Cool. Um, is smart cars. Smart cars are a thing that kind of exploded in 2016, um, particularly with s- Tesla announcing the Model 3, which is their affordable model. Um, the Model X and the Model S have been doing amazing for Tesla. They actually just turned on the lights to the Gigafactory. A Gigafactory is essentially the biggest battery-producing, recycling, and reuse factor factory in the world. So they built it out in the desert in the middle of Nevada, um, I think it produces in one in one day. They produced more batteries than were made throughout all of the 2000s from, from 2001 to 2010. In one day, they produced more batteries than was made through that entire lifespan, that entire 10-year span. But the Gigafactory is an amazing thing because not only do they produce batteries, they also recycle batteries and they properly dispose of it. So it's an entirely encomp- uh, encompassing like battery factory. And the awesome thing that Tesla has done, that factory runs 100% on solar energy. So there's no electricity that's being developed through coal. Tesla, um, if you don't know, is owned, uh, operated by Elon Musk. Um, obviously through acquisitions and he made a lot of risky moves, but he now basically owns and CEO of that company. He also owns SpaceX and he also owns HyperTubeX. Um, they're all about pushing the universe into the future. So Tesla is leading the thing right now. SpaceX actually just landed a rocket on Mars. Um, TubeX, HyperTubeX can basically get you from L.A. to San Diego in like 30 minutes. Um, so it's basically, you know how they have those hyper light trains in China? It's a faster version of that that he wants to be built here in the States. Um, a lot of awesome technology. Companies that announced cars, Toyota, Mercedes-Benz, BMW kind of upgraded their i8 to be more road-friendly. Mercedes not only introduced an electric car, but they also introduced a self-driving car. Toyota, the same thing. Uber actually came out and said, hey, we've had um, the self-driving Ubers in San Francisco for the last six months, and we've not reported a single crash. People like them. People don't like them. But the usage of the self-driving Uber in that particular city has gone up like 30-something percent. And what usage again? Uh, it's what, usage what of a, San uh, Francisco. San Francisco? Okay. Yeah, San Francisco. Um, so a lot of awesome technology. Like, it's insane how many awesome things are out there. Um, so... 2017, I don't not all these things are going to come out in 2017, but there's a lot of things that we have to look forward to finding more about. Okay. So, tech is going to be, 2017 is going to be a heavy tech year for us. Okay. Onward and upward. 
to infinity and beyond. Because we have to. Yeah, but anyways. So, in that regard, I'm just waiting for the time where I can literally just call my homie and say, beat me up, Scotty. Mm -hmm. And next thing you know, we're ready to fly out to Mars or something like that. Anyways, uh, I think we'll go ahead. Let's let's hop into movies. Because, first of all, yes, there is a lot of stuff. But it's all stuff that uh, I think is pretty cool. It's going to be a really... Uh, superhero-heavy year, I feel like. I don't know how you guys feel about that. Because we have Spider-Man Homecoming that's coming out. Uh, we have Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Uh, we have Thor Ragnarok. And Justice League's also supposed to come out this year. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. End of this year. Yeah. Justice League and Wonder Woman. And, all, of course, we have the Lego Batman movie. Um, what? And Spider-Man Homecoming. Yeah, so let's see. Spider-Man okay. Homecoming. And then there's also Guardians Logan. Did you say Guardians? Yeah, yeah, so so Guardians he, here's here's a quick encompassing list that I was able to find, at least of movies in general, most of them um, that people are maybe waiting for or curious about. New Pirates of the Caribbean, Caribbean, however people want to say it. Guardians of the Galaxy 2, Thor Ragnarok, Spider-Man, Triple um, X, um, episode uh, eight, Batman, Lego Batman, Logan, um, Beauty and the Beast, Alien Convent, uh, Covenant, sorry, uh, Power Rangers, Wonder Woman, John Wick Chapter Two, uh, War for Planet of the Apes, Ghost in the Shell, Cars Three, uh, Despicable Me Three, Transformers. Uh, I'm just kind of. Skimming through this. Well, uh, anyways, but yeah, there's yeah, there's there's lots of movies Ooh, coming out here. Boss Baby. Uh, I actually want to see that one. Yeah, there's lots of good movies. Uh, one of the, like aside from of course, uh, huh? being more What's about it? like gaming and anime and technology and stuff like that. We're excited for like the superhero movies. We're excited for like uh, Power Rangers. Maybe not so much Transformers, but <laughs> we'll watch reviews. We'll give it a fair shake or try to at least. Um, but I'm actually, I'm kind of excited about the new Kingsman movie. I don't know if you guys I did ever, see that on the list. Did you guys ever see like the actual, the first Kingsman movie? I did, and I really liked it. I was I remembered like I read the comics a long time ago. I read one of the comics, and then when I found out the movie was being made, I was like, all right, let me read the full story. So I read the full story. And I was got very critical because of the trailers were not looking great. I remember it came out and it did really good. It's opening weekend. I was like, I'm not about to go see this movie opening weekend. I was busy. Tuesday, I got out of class. I go to the theater to watch it. Really good. Didn't quite match up with the comics, but what it did was great. And then what I've seen of the prequel takes it further out in the comics, builds this whole world around the series, which I think is really good because I've been watching a lot of British TV. Their humor is awesome. I don't know, maybe it's because I'm African and we kind of grew up with that. Maybe it's because we are African and we grew up with that British humor a little bit around. Spoiler alert, we're African. Yeah, if you didn't know that, we're African. Um, But that British humor is really good. I really enjoy it. The action is smooth, well choreographed. The cinematography is amazing. Um, But I know like 1.9% of what cinematography actually means. So maybe it's terrible to other people. But I really enjoyed it. I'm looking forward to that movie a lot. Yeah, it'll be dope. Um. All right. Three movies that you were gonna pick. If you these were the only three movies you're gonna watch in 2017, which one are they gonna be? Only three. Only three in 2017. I I mean that's pretty straightforward for me. I would say 
Uh, Star Wars. Okay. Guardians. Spider-Man. I'm going to go Star Wars, Spider-Man. Not Guardians. That third, Logan. I'm actually really curious to see how they do Logan. And with it being R-rated, it has a chance to be a very solid movie and it kind of having that feel of Last of Us gives me a bit of hope but we'll see Star Wars is the one I'm most curious about we unfortunately lost Carrie Fisher which we heard she had an expanded role in the movie and she'd already finished filming and she'd already finished filming so sweet um, that's very interesting because they've already come out and said they will not digitally recreate her because um her memory, they want to preserve her for who she was, mm-hmm. um, and they want to preserve her legacy. So Disney and the Carrie Fisher estate, everyone was pretty much in agree in, in, in agreement. Even with her daughter, I think was involved in the conversation. They they want to leave her, leave her legacy as is. So that's the one I'm most interested in. Also, most curious about. Um, I haven't heard a lot of news about Black Panther in a minute. But I'm ready for that movie. Mm-hmm. Power Rangers is coming this year. Yeah, Power Rangers, I think, is going to be terrible, so I don't care about that one at all. Mm-hmm. That's why we didn't mention it. Well, I mean, we'll probably still end up going to go see it because, look. Not opening weekend. Guardians, I think, is going to be good, so I'm not necessarily curious. I just hope they can continue the path because Guardians could be one of those. Like, I mean, I, I, that's the movie because I mean Chris Pratt. Yeah. yeah <laughs> that, the thing about Guardians, like, the Guardians is like. No one expected anything, so it got it got off to this amazing offshoot of a start. Now people have expectations. When people have expectations, you can either meet them or surpass them. Or like or you can meet them. Low, yeah, that's yeah. what I mean. You can meet the expectations, surpass the expectations, or you can fall below. Now you can never get two human beings in the same room and agree on what kind of if it's tomato or tomato all the time, but I think the general consensus. Yeah. The general consensus is if it's the same team, the same actors, the trailers, people are already in love with Baby Groot. So I think it's going to meet expectations, if not surpass them. So that's how I feel about it. We shall see. Spider Man, I think, could be go either way. All right. Um, kind of before we hop into video games and all that, uh, in terms of TV, there is also some great stuff going on. Sherlock is finally back. Episode mm-hmm. three is dropping tomorrow. Gotta watch that. Oh, I need to watch episode two. Dude, I need to watch episode two. I need to watch episode one. And oh my goodness, what? Yes. Don't say anything. No, I need to not. finish season three, and then I'm about to start season so, four. So excuse our uh, lesser co-host. He is not. He's not. He isn't. <laughs> he hasn't been introduced to our Lord and <laughs> Savior Sherlock. <laughs> no, I look. Hey, I'm watching it with Jane, so calm wow. down. Calm uh, down. Okay, name dropping now. I see. I'm just name drops. <laughs> Drop tops. <laughs> anyway, uh, if if you guys are fans of the story of Sherlock Holmes, I think Benedict Cumberbatch does an amazing job as Sherlock Holmes. Uh, and then I always forget his name. The guy from The Hobbit, <laughs> who plays uh, John Watson. He, he's he's a really good actor too. Um, I enjoy him, but uh, Sherlock's back. It's a little trippier than I were, like going back and seeing the first three seasons. I don't know how you feel about that, Mookie, but like it's definitely a lot trippier. It's a lot more trippier, which I felt would happen, especially with the way like the quote unquote movie happened, um, and then the way the way the season ended, leading into that 
movie thing. I think they were kind of forecasting that this was going to be a more uh, trippy season. Uh, this is not a spoiler. You should know this if you're a Sherlock fan. And if you don't already know this and you haven't been paying attention. Um, over the years, we've discovered that Sherlock Holmes is an addict to some extent. It used to be tobacco and then it evolved into opioids. And then in the Robert Downey Jr. movie, it was straight up like pure heroin. Like he never injected it. Um, I think actually, I think it did inject. It was straight up pure heroin, but like it was never a crutch for him. It was something that enhances already human plus one abilities. So I think this is kind of him coming to the realization um, plus the unraveling of his opioid addiction. Um, again, if you didn't notice, they kind of talked about it in the very first episode. He's wearing yeah. 12 nicotine patches, um, and he, he gives off a one-liner. Um, so I think they're going to talk more about that opioid um, addiction or use, and I think we get into more of the quote-unquote more... I think the season will get into more of the supernatural things that happen in some of the books, like Hounds of Baskerville is a pretty quote-unquote supernatural adventure, um, things like that, because they've been pretty grounded in reality so far. So I think they're going to take more chances, which I think is good. But I'm excited either way. Yeah. Yeah, so season episode three is uh, coming out tomorrow because um, we're recording on Saturday uh, for us. So it'll be good. Uh, back half of all the DCCW shows, uh, they had some pretty strong uh, mid-season finales, so yeah, the back half is going to be interesting now that they're shifting focuses on pretty much all the shows except Arrow are kind of like redirected, I feel like. In a sense. Yeah. There's still some lingering things via Flashpoint we are dealing with. That's, I think, one thing I, I, I've been enjoying is that they are... Some of the Flashpoint stuff are minor and major, but they're making sure to incorporate them in some fashion so that you're aware. And so there, there are a couple of things that, that are happening that I'm like, oh, okay, this should be fun. This should be interesting. Especially uh, now that we're, we're actually getting Talia al Ghul, mm-hmm. um, which has been mentioned she trained Prometheus, whoever Prometheus is, which should be interesting. Prometheus, I think, is going to be... I had an idea. I need to flesh it out more. Continue. Well, I mean, we we were given a fake reveal, so yeah. there was that. So, um... A misdirect. I mean, I, I when you start watching the episode and then you get halfway through that episode, you start to realize, like, yeah, this is a misdirect. <laughs> like, you, you can just feel it. But then, like, it adds an, another air of mystery, which is really cool. What What would be, like... And somehow, for whatever reason, I can totally see them doing this if it were to. And if they did, I would hate them forever. But I guess it'd be pretty good story writing. Uh, Felicity's boyfriend. Paul. No, not Paul. No, it's not Paul. Uh, he's the cop. Don't yeah. remember his name. Anyways, if he ended up being Prometheus. If, if it was actually him? If it was actually him. Like... They could pretend to kill him off, because you always have to. You also have to 
remember. It's not. It's not anything new. Like it's somehow crazy. like masking a body double in there, and Oliver's already just like heightened on emotions. He's already like adrenaline's kicking in. He's killed him, and he realizes, oh crap. I just killed my ex's boyfriend. <laughs> like, Oliver wasn't exactly on the top of his game at that point, like, mentally. And so, like, it's easy, like, for that to see. But if they were to reveal that, then I'd just be like... Have you seen the rumor that's been floating about Felicity? No, I have not. Enlightened. And I don't like it. I don't like it at all. There's this rumor floating around that she's going to become uh, a version of Black Canary. Mm-mm. Don't do that. Don't do that. Do not give... Whoever came up with that, do not give them what they want. Somebody wanted Olicity because they thought it was a good idea. See what happened? We got mm-hmm. two ghastly gears. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just kidding. But that was not good. I don't want that to happen. No. We'll, we'll, leave, we'll leave her as Overwatch. I like her comical quips. She can stay behind the keyboard venture out every so often she's like kidnapped or she needs to get plugged into something well she doesn't even need to do that now because she has Curtis yeah but anyways yeah I don't like it but uh, I like yeah, the addition of Curtis though yeah they have lots of great stuff going on on TV Brooklyn Nine-Nine's on break until April which is sad oh they are? yeah dang right. I was sitting there looking like where's the new episode because that new episode was funny yeah I so enjoyed it they're on break till April Pontiac uh, Bandit Doug Judy Anyways, yeah, so there's lots of good stuff going on on TV. Um, yeah. So, yes, that's that's all we got on the big and small screen for now. All right. Uh, oh, lastly, Constantine did get picked up by the CW. However, it is going to be an animated series along with Vixen, so they're going to place that on the CW seed. Um, so... Um, the guy who actually plays Constantine, who's been playing Constantine now for the last, like, two years. What's his name? The actual actor. Mm. It saves me. I can't remember. I can't remember either. Either way, he's going <sighs> to he's gonna voice Constantine. Which is good. Which is good, because he is Constantine. Yeah. And I wish gonna... they would have given that show more time, which is why I'm so mad that that show got picked up by the wrong network. Everything's getting picked up by the wrong network. <laughs> Except Atlanta. Atlanta's working out. Well, well, Atlanta's yeah. working out. That worked out well for Donald, because, you know, I'm super nervous about anything related to Fox. So I was super nervous. But the, t- the, the fact that they allowed the show to get away with saying the things they did, especially if you watch it on show, they say nigga on air, like live. They do not bleep that out. And I think that was a stipulation Donald had. But anyway, before we get too wrapped up in our own things, um, do we want to move but on yeah, to video games, uh, TV? Are we done? Do you, do you have a lot, any last comments for that, for that Constantine? Um, for Constantine, I think it's really good. I think the show will go on in that spirit of Cameo and the animated networks. And like we were actually just having in this, and we were having this discussion. I rewatched Doctor Strange, the one that's on Netflix. Um, I actually prefer that version to the movie. Not saying that the movie isn't amazing, because I was thoroughly surprised by how good that movie was i was you can ask these guys i was super nervous because dr strange is like top two marvel characters for me so i was super nervous about how they were doing it i was reading the comics i was like getting i was getting like hives getting nervous about how nervous like that movie was gonna be turned out great but i still prefer what they're doing with the comics because i and the, the cartoon because I feel like this has so much more liberty there, and they have so much more control over how things turn out. When you're drawing a character, you can 
give him the exact expression you want. That doesn't always translate well when you're acting direct with a human being. So I'm excited to see what more they can do with Constantine, especially because I anticipate it will be tied in to the current Hell Hellblazer comic. Um, so I'm ready for it. I'm excited for it. Speaking about comics that are usually pretty good, Mass Effect Andromeda is dropping this year. Um, supposedly March 21st. We'll see if it doesn't get pushed back, which means March is an expensive month for me because <laughs> I'm getting the collector's edition, um, which doesn't come with the game. Stop that, EA. Stop that. If I'm buying a collector's edition, it should come with the game and the season pass. But I'm buying the collector's Zelda's edition. doing the same thing, I think, this year, yeah. too. Yeah, I'm buying the collector's edition. I'm buying the game. I'm buying the season pass because Mass Effect is top five franchises for me. If I have to say this again, top five franchises for me. Metal, nope, I take that back. Middle Earth, uh-huh. yeah, Middle Earth, Shadow of Mordor. Okay. Elder Scrolls series, Mass Effect, Dragon Age, Witcher. Top five series for me. Assassin's Creed used to be up there, then it got dropped. How can you call Middle Earth, Shadow of Mordor a series if there's only been one game? Because there's the entire Lord of the Rings franchise. Um, and that one basically predates everything, so back on track. There is going to be an adult coloring book that is going to lead into a comic and that is going to lead into several short comic style animated videos, cartoons, whatever they're calling them, that will lead into the game. So this is basically filling in the gap. Um, the adult coloring book actually comes out the same day as the game, but like there's pictures of uh, what's going on in the book up there. Essentially, the progression line happens is there's the short comics that lead into the cartoon, and the cartoon bridges what goes on between Mass Effect 3 and the Andromeda series. Because if you don't know, Andromeda is 600 years after Mass Effect. It is in a different, um, essentially a different universe. They traveled uh, 600 light years away to find new home for Earth, but not only Earth, but new home to settle, period. There's a giant fleet um, that carries basically all of the races, Earth, human, Earth humans, um, Earth humans and colony humans are considered technically two different races under the same umbrella because colonists have like um, been living on a different planet. Some of the colonists have never seen Earth. Um, and so, spoiler alert, if you don't already know, Earth is essentially vaporized in Mass Effect 3 at the start of the game. So they need to find a new Earth. Um, so the, initi the Andromeda Initiative is created to find a new Earth so they can settle and grow. The Krogans join in. Matter of fact, one of the head lieutenants of the Nexus, which is basically um, Star Trek Enterprise or the Death Star, um, home base for the launching of operations, is a female Krogan, which is, if you don't understand that, I'm sorry, I'm getting extra nerdy right now. Female Krogans are rare within the Krogan race. Um... I'm going to back out now because I'm about to get real nerdy into Mass Effect franchise. And y'all might be here for that. Y'all might not be. But long story short, the humans need to find a new home base. Uh, a bunch of other alien races have combined to join the humans as an exploratory mission. Um, so all that stuff's going to lead into it. They've done Mass Effect movies within the Mass Effect 3 franchises, particularly Mass Effect 3. They were great. They were great filling out character bios and backgrounds. So I'm excited to see how good these things turn out leading to it. It's the same... Casey Hudson is the only one who isn't there anymore. He left Bioware to go be like a head producer at EA. Um, so the same writing team. They've added talent. They didn't lose too many people. They added more talent. Really excited for that. Um, games that are coming out. Um, we've got Zelda. 
Breath of the Wild releasing the same day as the Switch, which is March 3rd. Mm-hmm. Um, in a couple weeks here, we should be getting Kingdom Hearts, right? Um, 10 days. 10 days. It Ten released days. in Japan two days ago. So that's all I'm waiting for, at least for this month. Um, early March as well is supposed to be 1.5, 2.5. Actually, that is an expensive month. Yeah. You're not wrong. Yeah. Jesus. March is super expensive. March is super expensive. March Rising is, Zero Dawn technically is it's like March, March 24th. February. It's, like early, it's February 28th, but like that's basically March. I thought it was, I thought it was, are you, is it March? It's February 28th? It's February 28th, okay. but it's, it's basically March. Yeah. That's the last day of the month. Yeah. Yeah. So March is an expensive month. That's five games we just counted. Well, 2.8 and 2.5, 2.5 count as one game, so you're paying $60 for one bucks, but it's technically two games. Well, six, like technical, technical, it's six games in there. Yeah. So March is a busy month. March is the new November, like March is November before November. All the games that that don't want to get destroyed by Call of Duty in in November, December, they move to March now. Which is good because you can buy all these games in March and like have something to last you throughout the summer drought. We talk about this every time. The gaming calendar is essentially a little bit weird. We get nothing in January. This year is a little bit different. I don't want to say nothing, but you get one or two games in January. February, March, March it's kind of weak. And then March, you get like six to seven, eight games. Usually one or two, double eight Triple A game, double A game. Waiting for the summer at that point. Yeah, double A games really don't exist anymore. But we're gonna go ahead and call. We're gonna go go ahead and call some of the indie games double A because the way the marketing is going on is is pretty heavy. So March this year is kind of heavy. But usually March you get a couple games to last you through the summer, and then you get a couple big summer games, one or two. But there's nothing. It's called the summer drop for a reason. You're playing catch up with all the games you didn't have time to play with in December because. Come August, sports season. You get your FIFA's a little bit earlier, right? No, it's, it's September. It's end of September. End of September. So you get your football. So you, you got you get Madden your, first. You get your Madden. Then you get your 2K. NHL's you mixed in there. NHL comes out there earlier. Somewhere. Baseball is the big game that comes out early. Because baseball comes Baseball's out. Baseball's a March, March release. Oh, oh my goodness. God. Jeez. So many games this March. Yeah, Ken Griffey Jr. this year. We're getting Ken Griffey this year. Um... So that's like 12 games in March this year. Uh, my budget is not ready. <laughs> my budget is so not ready. I'll be out of the country for some of these releases too. Yeah, so maybe there's a whole lot of that going on. So now we have March is essentially, we just get a dump of games now. That's how, what it's starting to look at. But March, you get games to last you to August. Sports games come out if you don't. Usually every human being on the planet plays some sort of sports game. Now, now I don't say everyone. Usually, usually. Most people, particularly in the States, will play NFL or t- 2K. The rest of the world waits for FIFA. Everyone else, like FIFA is the biggest sports game point blank period. This is not an opinion. This is a fact. If you look at the sales for FIFA worldwide, it outsells Call of Duty. Let's be honest. Like FIFA just sells. Um, MPD, doesn't, MPD does not calculate global sales of a game like FIFA. Because once you figure out the European market, millions. You figure in the Japanese market, millions. You figure in the South American market. And a market that almost is never considered but sells a lot because they get lumped in with Europe is the African market. Particularly Nigerians, we play FIFA. We go to London, we'll buy a PlayStation, we'll buy FIFA, we'll get on the next plane home. It happens. I've seen it happen. (laughs) 
I have seen it happen with my own two eyes. Anyway, <laughs> FIFA, everyone plays that, and then you start to get a couple releases here and there. You get games like um, Titanfall and things like that that should be released a little earlier, and then right at the end of October, you get like Battlefield, and then November comes in, and then holiday season, uh, and we know how that Because we have Red Dead 2. Red Dead 2 this summer. No, fall. It's fall? It's fall. It's a oh, fall yeah, release. It is a fall release. It is a I was fall really release. hoping it was going to be a summer release. It's a fall release. That sucks. That sucks. This fall's going to be crammed, too. Yeah. Man, busy year for games. Um, And that VR stuff all through the year. I'm, I'm going to not pay attention to VR for another two years. Um, but what other games are you guys looking forward to? Because there's, there's some news about video games that we want to talk about um, that's pretty heavy. Um, but let's go ahead and wrap up this talk about like our, our forecast for the year. Hmm. Uh, as far as games go, every year without fail, FIFA. You know that that's that's that pre order list that I don't think about. Oh, the new year, FIFA. Like, I just wait for like when June or July to roll around so I can go pre order it or whatever. Um, go pre order it. Drop my money. Wait. Uh, Kingdom Hearts, which now we're 10 days away from release, so I'm excited. And there's also 1.5 and 2.5. There's, there's that, but that's a little ways yeah, away. Like um, pre-orders for that haven't started yet. Um, what else? Red Dead 2, Last of Us 2. Alright, let's just go ahead and do this. Um, Last of Us 2 is not coming out this year. Is it not this year? Last of Us 2 is not a real game. Not yet. Last of Us 2 is a concept. Don't even think about that game for another two years. Fair enough. Let's just this. Top five. Because we haven't done that. We, we, we kind of ended. We kind of stopped doing top five a little. Top five games you want to play next, this year. Same thing, and I'll go last. So, 2.8. Mm-hmm. Red Dead 2. Mm-hmm. Because um, it's an automatic FIFA. Uh, that's three, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Horizon Zero Dawn. And... I'm... Because I am curious about it, and it looks like it could be fun, and it's reminiscent of some old-school days. Mario... Super Mario Odyssey. Mm-hmm. Reminds me of Super Mario 64. And I love that game. So that's my five. Uh, okay. This is uh, timid territory because I only play the same three games whenever I hop on the sticks. But, uh, of course, same category. It's going to be FIFA. Uh, I'm also excited for Kingdom Hearts 2.8 as well. Uh, one thing that I am excited for is... Naruto's coming out. With, oh, that's right. With that's, Road to Boruto. Road to Boruto. That's, bro. That's actually like that's in February. Yeah, a month. Less yeah. than a month. Yes. Do you so, have it pre-ordered? Do we have it pre-ordered? Did Tim pre-order it? We about to find out. <laughs> <laughs> so hey, when you pick him up, ask him, and then yeah. So yeah, that's uh, another one that is on my list. Um. Outside that realm, I don't know that there's anything that I'm, like, excited to play. I may play another Lego game if it comes out. Don't they have Lego uh, 
a Lego Batman game out at the moment. No, but the one I'm waiting for one. is the one that's going to come out around the movie. Yeah. yeah, I'd play that. But uh, you know, a lot of the three Lego Batman movies I have completed them all. 100%. Right. And then if we're going to go ahead and complete the five list, uh, I'll go ahead and throw Mass, Mass Effect and Drama on there because I've played the Mass Effect games. Didn't finish them, but I did enjoy them. This is such a hard decision for me. Um, as you guys know, um, while everyone in this room, we all consider ourselves gamers, I am kind of addicted. Even though I literally just said that I don't play video games. Which you, here's my thing, though. But you're like, when you play games, you play games. Hardcore Kingdom Hearts. Hardcore Halo. Like... You literally Not sat in the core. I played the, play the story. Homie, listen, listen. <laughs> Homie sat on the couch and played one game series two weeks straight. <laughs> two weeks game. straight. <laughs> I would go to work, come back. Homie didn't move. <laughs> didn't move. Play Halo. That was it. How's it? So technically, FIFA. it comes down to it. Like, you like you're, 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 you're like, there's like casual gamers. You're like two steps ahead of that. So don't, don't like, count yourself okay. short. Like you in here, you in there. Um, so like I play, I play a wide variety of games. I play a lot of games. I put a lot of hours in, and I consider myself very fortunate because one of the things I don't think I mentioned is I actually got sponsored to be a Twitch streamer last year. It's not a big sponsorship, but it's something most human beings never get sponsored to do anything. So someone is potentially saying, hey, if you play enough games and you do these things for us, we're going to give you a paycheck for it. Um, that's a thing I'm extremely blessed to say I have. But that's because I play a lot of freaking games. I play a lot of games. Um, so Jimmy's, Jimmy's struggling, though. Yeah. Jimmy's been Jimmy's been noticed, but he, he he's not like that yet. Yeah, I mean, um, the kid has talent. The thing is just exposure. Anyway, uh, for me, it has. I have to, like... I, I'm so excited for this game, but it has to hold this 11, size 11 Yeezy V2 for right now. Um, Mass Effect is going to be number one anticipated game for me. Hands down. No questions asked about it. Second most anticipated game, Red Dead 2. Don't ask me any questions. Um, once we get to 3, 4, and 5, um, we can finagle a little bit. Sports games are never in my top five usually, but the Ken Griffey Special Edition gets there this time because MLB just the fact that Ken Griffey is in the game. Remember when we used to play at your computer upstairs in the corner? We used to play uh, backyard baseball. Yeah. And like the two players we always wanted every time we played fantasy Pablo. draft, Pablo, actually, Ken Griffey. Uh, actually, in any sport, everybody picked Pablo. Pablo was a cheat code. It didn't matter what sport it was. Pablo was a cheat code, but I specifically remember backyard baseball too. It was because you could play in the giant stadium. The first two players to get drafted were Pablo and Ken Griffey. Hey, Matthew, uh, Matthew, do you remember when I had the Kobe Jones edition of uh, MLS Backyard Soccer? Man. Kobe Jones. Those were the days. Pablo had, like, zero sprint speed, so I stuck him in goal. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah. um, So... Which is funny because you think Pablo the Mexican would be the fastest one and he's the shortest, but nope, they cheated. I'm, I'm dude, so I'm, all I'm saying is we need another backyard sports. We do. <laughs> if um, that comes out 2017, that usurps everything. That's number one on my list. Facts. Do you remember backyard basketball? Oh I think Lisa Leslie, was so, Lisa Leslie was so unfair because she would literally post up on the three and drain everything. She was the cheat code in that game. Lisa Boy, Leslie we're, we're was just, the god. We're just glad no one was able to break ankles in there. <laughs> <laughs> it would have been all bad. Um, 
So Ken Griffey, the Ken Griffey, I'm, not, I'm saying this, I'm getting the Ken Griffey edition of MLB 2017. Um, and then after that, um, I have a feeling they're going to announce Elder Scrolls, but since it's not announced, I'm not going to put it on the list. I'll put Zelda Breath of the Wilds mm. on there. And I guess since everything else that I'm super, super interested in um, either got canceled or got pushed back, we'll go ahead and put Kingdom Hearts in there. But um, I say that very carefully because um, we actually got some very sad news this week. Um, I am the resident Xbox guy in the house. Everyone here has been PlayStation, will forever be PlayStation. I grew up on a PS2. These guys grew up on a PS2. But when we switched generations, they went with the PS3. I got the Xbox 360, which was great because we pretty much got to play everything. Um, same thing this generation. I bought an Xbox One and a PS4, and they just bought a PS4. Um, long story short, one of the most anticipated um, and highly, highly, highly looked forward to, um, even reviewed pretty well. I mean, it was kind of sketchy last time they saw it because it was just kind of... They just said they needed to patch it. Um, Scalebound um, for the Xbox One has officially been canceled. Um, Xbox announced about a week ago that Scalebound has been canceled. Um, they just feel like it didn't meet the quality standards, um, which is extremely disappointing because um, this was supposed to be the game that broke the barrier for hardcore Japanese RPGs on the Xbox side. Xbox has probably three or four hardcore Japanese RPGs. They are a North American system. They're a great system, but they need to break into that Japanese market, and they have had zero luck doing so they've had absolutely no luck doing that and scalebound was supposed to be that game that brought the customers over it was supposed to be that bridge and now that that game has been canceled my boss and i were thinking can you name three xbox one exclusives that are coming in the first half of the year no um we don't have a date for crackdown Cuphead, which is an indie game, but it looks amazing, and I will get that, isn't projected to come out until August, maybe December. Hmm. We Happy Few is still in the development phase. Um, sea of Thieves, we don't have a date on. I just named four Xbox One exclusives that don't have dates. Like, what's going on? Like, Sony is kind of not... Here's the thing. Sony's not really doing anything either. They're not, like... These games that they have first-party exclusives to don't have dates. But they have the third-party support. Mass Effect has been saying, oh, you can play early on the Xbox One. Cool. You get If you have EA access, you can play early on the Xbox One. I'm assuming it's going to be a limited time because if people barrel through that game, look, it's the chance that the end of the game gets put out. Some people are saying, that's all I needed to know. I'm going to play on Xbox. Some news has come out that they may have exclusive content on the PS4, but nothing too crazy. It's like skins here and there. Same thing with Red Dead. Red Dead was an Xbox 360 like heavy content thing. They switched over. There's a lot of companies that have switched over, mainly Call of Duty. Used to always get the packs early on Xbox. Now they switched over to PlayStation. What is Xbox doing to not only keep its fans, but retain, like, yeah, retain its fans, but what are they doing to get new fans in there? And, like, the loss of such a, 
highly anticipated game hurts the brand if you ask me um so best of luck best of wishes go out to platinum studios and everything that they were doing um we hope somebody i really really hope somebody some billionaire somewhere picks up the studio and says hey put out this game ea do whatever you got to do go in there save that game put it on all systems um whoever somebody go out there save scalebound because that game looked amazing um but yeah really sad about that but other than that um we're looking forward to the ps4 um e3 announcements i think they're gonna announce um dates for some of the big games like days gone detroit spider-man spider-man i think that's gonna be announced e3 is also probably gonna finally give us a date because we have a time frame but give us a date for the release of the xbox one scorpio which is their 4k system it is going to be more powerful than the ps4 pro whenever it does come out um if it meets the standards which i will pick up one um that's just kind of the way that things go around here these guys will buy the playstation systems i will buy all the systems that's why my budget is always super low uh, <laughs> i just work a lot in the summers to afford this stuff but um yeah um looking forward to the future really sad about the things that are being canceled but also i'm kind of getting video game fatigue because oh there's always a game out we were talking today about the games you still haven't finished playing. There's always a game out to play. So, really excited um, for more games to come out. You guys have anything else? No. Cool. Nope. I'll, all I'll say is Charlemagne also wrote his own Marvel comic. That's a real thing that actually happened in 2016. Let's go. Go read it. Shout out to Charlemagne. You don't probably don't listen to this podcast, but we appreciate you because you are the trillist. Anyway, uh... Quick forecast for the podcast as we mentioned, video content gonna come. And we're gonna we're gonna do our darnest to get video content out. We're all about improving the brand of even more about nothing over the next year. So for all of you that have stuck with us since day one, we sincerely, sincerely appreciate you for listening, for all the newcomers who are coming abroad aboard i've met some of you guys we appreciate you listening you guys are all super awesome remember if you want to get a hand a hold of us we are on all social media we are on except instagram we're not instagram we're on facebook we are on twitter we are on youtube sort of kind of so hit us up if you have questions even have an email we have an email where you can email us questions and we'll read those questions on the air so go ahead and um email us at even more about nothing at gmail.com. And hit our Twitter at emanpodcast1. Alright. And now Well the number one. One, yeah, like not O and E, like number one, like numero uno. Anyways, as always, y'all can drop us a like when you hear this, whether you're on SoundCloud or you see a post on Facebook. Leave a comment. Like what do you enjoy about 2016? What are you looking forward to in 2017? What do you want to see us do? Right. I know uh, Mookie put out a little uh, bet on social media saying that if Keenum Hearts... Oh, yeah, I put that, I put, let's put it on wax, as my boy Jalen Rose and, and David Jacoby would say. I'm putting it on wax. If Kingdom Hearts 3 releases in 2017, I will run a marathon. And this the full 26.5 miles. Don't run I don't run anything. upstairs. I will run a marathon. But you will slide down them. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I fell down the stairs last year. Anyway, if that not game... Not last actually, year, two months ago. You're not wrong. It's still last year. If that game releases in 2017, I would run a marathon 
Yep. Uh, what is it, 26.5 miles? 26.2. That's cool. I'll run 26.2 miles. Bro, you gonna die. I will die. But that is a that is that is how much that's how confident I am willing to bet that that game is not coming out this Sony, year. Sony, please make this dude run a marathon. E, uh, Square Enix, please make this dude run a marathon. <sighs> it's Who, not. Whoever I have to talk to, Tetsuya Nomura, make this dude run a marathon. That's all I care about. Like, Kingdom Hearts 3 is cool and all, but now that he threw this on that, the table. Yeah, th- this is what's going to be funny. Jimmy was like, man, I also believe it ain't coming in 2017. But now this Caleb made this dude, this dude made a bet on social media. It's going to happen. And I'm going to watch it with my phone like this. I was like, get out of here. So, there you go. So, now that you said something, it's going to be kind of funny if it actually does happen. Because it'll, be it'll be just your luck. I'll be so upset. It'll be just your luck. So, yeah. And if you're not following us on social media, go ahead and do that. Because then you'll get to see stuff like this happen. Right. And you yeah. can encourage this kind of behavior. Anyways. Thank you, guys. We appreciate it. We will keep you updated as things come about. And we will see you guys soon. Adiós. Adiós.